angry and victimizing everybody and now says look i didn't have it easy myself so what are we together now our past experiences number three our association there is no man that outgrows the power of influence everybody is being influenced every time every day there are people who were wonderful people until they met a set of friends until they met groups and now we're not just talking of young people respectfully at any age there are groups and systems and structures and and relationships that can be pungent to our values hallelujah the man used to be a responsible man saving money and taking care of his family until he got to a group of friends who are extravagant and lavish and he lost the nobility and the honor of saving and taking care of his family love is a command association is not you have the power to choose friends and you have the power to change if and when those relationships are no longer profitable for where god is taking you to there's no such thing as we're born from the same uh, neighborhood no belief systems i came from a background that had very well-meaning people i saw people who were religious and they loved the lord with all their heart but i was concerned about the widespread rate of the irresponsibility of the men now i say this lovingly but i noticed that it was a trend across that horizon that it looked like people didn't seem interested in aspiring to produce a life that was worthy and noble for their families and it didn't seem like it was there was any problem and i traced and i found out it was the imbalance of the evangelical context of christianity that was received in my region that's where the problem came from that when the missionaries came because most of them would come and go some of them would come and die so the scope of the christianity they gave us especially around the middle belt and the north with with a bias for my region um you know it was just the fact that okay you need to give your life to christ be morally sound and make heaven and that was wonderful but that was only the parts they could bring but that was not all there was so the average man who would give his life to christ and love the lord and just hold some level of morality felt he was fine and yet the children are dying they never had the privilege to go to good schools that would give them the leverage that their peers would have and we think it was not a problem our greatest consolation was the fact that one day no matter what life will be over but if it takes 80 years for that life to be over you will punish yourself and punish your family hallelujah so a woman could be sick and maybe the husband could say no problem don't worry if god does not heal you who am i to heal you and he cannot get up and go to the hospital see so some of those ideologies kept endorsing irresponsibility this is why the pulpit is very powerful it's a mind control platform africa is a very religious continent which makes it easy for our transformation if the leaders and those who are the communicators of those values are sound themselves because the average african sits under the mentorship of a spiritual leader of some sort at least once or twice every week and that means that as men and women of god and as spiritual leaders we have a responsibility 
to be contributors to national development by helping to influence the mindset of people it is my desire and my proposition that a time will come where the great companies in abuja and this nation will want men from family worship center do you know why because the mentorship here has already reduced their work that the average man who comes has been enlightened enough i made up my mind as a man of god that i was not only going to focus on the spiritual development of people i will prioritize it but the scope of my mentorship will not end there it will be wickedness we must embrace the whole counsel of god and see that people are not only spiritual but they rise to become tools not only for kingdom come but for national transformation are we together a transformed mind a transformed mind it starts from home it starts everywhere he steals a piece of meat and goes caught free and someone sees him and laughs it over and say you stubborn child and you do not know something is growing that is that is that is a potential leader who will loot and steal the treasury are we together there is a lot of honor people cut corners everywhere time to write exam and someone is not around another person comes to write the exam for the person and the person is smiling with pride now i'm not i'm not just trying to be sarcastic these things are very serious i'm saying that attacking the individual problems will not solve it we have to go back to the belief systems i'm a student of history and when adolf hitler was going to raise a rebellion one of the things he did was to focus on the mindset of the people he indoctrinated them and made the germans believe that they were the most superior race on the earth it started subliminally until it became a stronghold and the average german believed that every other nation was under and this is the same thing that has happened to us in africa there is an indoctrination that has made an average african believe i'm a second-class citizen and so we carry that mindset we 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 carry a fascia of 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 boldness but the truth is that intrinsically we have not believed that we can rise to become global in scope whether in ministry whether in politics whether in government thank god for the individuals from the soil of nigeria and africa who have defied this narrative and are showing the world the possibilities that can come from this continent and from this nation the bible says the same lord is rich unto all a superiority mentality is not an arrogant mentality but that there is a healthy sense of confidence that the difference between any two people is not is not is not their linguistic oratory is the quality of their minds that no matter who stands before you you are only inspired not intimidated because transformation and growth is a possibility at any level that means what i did not know yesterday i can know tomorrow please say after me in the name of jesus say it again in the name of jesus i obtain grace to be transformed our mindsets can limit us our mindsets can make us poor we have all kinds of narratives 
Oh, poverty is all right. It makes you calm. It makes you humble. I can tell you that narrative is not only, it's an evil report. Like that report of the spies. I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying not to go ahead of myself. But there are many things that we have received. Now, please, don't get angry at um, whatever those following, maybe your pastor in the church you attend. Don't get angry with your parents or the leaders that were not able to give you. They, are not, they did their best with what they knew to do. But you cannot remain at that level. And in this conference, in the name of Jesus, God is shaking off mindsets. I'd like you in one minute if you can't. Please lay your hands on your head and say, Father, every belief system that I have received that is not profitable for kingdom come, is not profitable for my spiritual development, and is not profitable for national transformation. In the name of Jesus, I declare that it is pulled down. I declare that it is pulled down. I declare my unwillingness. Hallelujah. That's right. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. We know there's more that's found in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. Regardless my background, this is my commitment. And I will never settle for less. I know there's more that's found in you. In ministry, in business. And I will never settle for less when i know there's more that's found in you please sit down listen i had the privilege to be greatly mentored by dr miles munro of blessed memory and i pray for an opportunity to stand before him in heaven and say thank you sir that you were born my life is largely a product of his mentorship. I thank God for the quality of information that came from him, his materials. The night he died, I was at a conference somewhere in the south-south. And I got up that morning with a text and I was told that this great transformer who has shaped the mindset of nations, he was an advisor to more than 16 presidents, yet a kingdom man he showed me a dimension of ministry that the scope of my relevance should not end in the pulpit if i can only talk when i'm holding a mic then i'm a failure i should be able to talk to government i should be able to stand before a parliament and communicate kingdom values intelligently without fanatism i saw the value of transformation in the life of this great man when i was told that morning he had gone to be with the lord i sat on my bed and tears came out of my eyes and i said dr miles even though you are dead you still live in us and we will become promoters of your ideologies we will cause the governments of nations to see that christianity is not a nuisance to civilization please listen to me 
if there is anything you have seen in the life of this man that stands before you that is not worthy it is number one a product of the grace of god fellowship with the holy spirit but it is also a product of sustaining superior beliefs there is no magic about influence and greatness it is a product of beliefs our beliefs are the ladders that we climb to rise to positions of notoriety and power superstitiously wishing that god would just leave. do you know that there are certain levels of influence if you don't rise to god cannot use you beyond certain levels let me give you an example in the land of egypt joseph had the ability to interpret dreams he was about the most spiritual man there but he did not have the influence to execute what god would give him so god had to make do with the pharaoh that's why pharaoh had the dream the dream did not come from satan it came from pharaoh because he was the only one who had the influence to make whatever god god was trying to redeem his people from famine that was coming but imagine that joseph was the one who had that dream what difference would it make in a prison so your rising is giving god space for his purposes to be established look how god had to make do with hidden kings and people in the bible because they were the only ones who had access to the corridors of power and they could execute his plan and his purpose do you know what it means for god to find enlightened people you see the excellency of the anointing by the grace of god i'm a student of the spirit and i have learned by experience that the true potential of the anointing is seen when it comes upon an enlightened mind enlightenment gives credence and it it allows the potential let me give you an instance do you know there are people today carrying certain anointings that many of our fathers of blessed memory had but those people did not have the opportunity to be enlightened so we did not see the full scope of what that anointing could do because the anointing is limited to your belief now when an enlightened mind carries that same anointing it can allow all the multifaceted dimensions of it to find expression we need to be enlightened we need to go for knowledge I submit to you that there is a lot of laziness in our territory. Our passion for entertainment, respectfully speaking, has outweighed our passion for knowledge and the discipline of growth. The average young man is concerned about just enjoying himself, no knowledge. A young man will sleep from, from 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock in the morning. You cannot be great that way god is not unjust are we together and it's unfortunate for the narrative that has been given especially for many who want to get into ministry because we've been given a narrative like ministry is just a cheap route to success quickly when you fail in every other area just be a minister and you can get honorarium you can get money you can get tight it's a dangerous narrative i told you yesterday that the miraculous will attract multitudes but it is your wisdom attracts that attracts kings most kings are not in need do you have what it takes to be able to sit with politicians and talk about the counsel of god 
and guide them in wisdom and discretion in the bible there were people who would run to the prophets and say my father give me counsel can we can we be that transformed that people want to sit close to you because the opening of your lips is the effulgence of wisdom can your words be that expensive can it be paid for